0: Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 52. I'm Killian Vigna.
1: And I'm Zoe Bilal-Springer.
0: Today, we invite renowned salon coach, David Barnett, onto our show to share his secrets for getting more retail products out your door in time for
1: Christmas. As always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast
0: is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Good morning Zoe.
1: Good morning Kian.
0: So very excited about this one we were talking to David just there last week. and we Yeah kinda, when he came
1: into the office yeah Yeah, he was
0: in the office there last week and we we're like you know what while we had David we thought it would have been a wasted opportunity to let him walk out the door. So today we have a very special guest on our show David Barna of the High Performance Stylist. David has spent a career working for some of the world's leading salons in UK, Ireland and the US with some of his work featured on New York Fashion Week, the Grammys, the MTV Awards, and even had his California salon chosen to do a pop up salon for the VIPs at the Super Bowl. Welcome to the show, David.
2: Thanks a lot, Killian. Absolute pleasure to be on. That is some it's-
0: feat that I've just announced. <laughs> <said.
2: Yes>. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it listed off like that. It sounded pretty impressive to me, even. <laughs> that was just a once-off. Um, I'm very
0: like impressed with the, the pop-up salon for the VIPs at the Super Bowl. That must have been How... a, that
1: must have been
2: an incredible experience.
0: Yeah, uh, sorry, that's the most relatable for me. Yeah,
2: it was. You know, it was it was one of those things that. Um... You know, I mean, this industry, the hair industry, is just absolutely incredible for meeting people, right? I mean, you know, you never know who's going to be sitting in your chair. And when I was, you know, the salon that I owned in California was about an hour outside of San Francisco. And uh, one of my clients just happens to be, um, his name's Keith Bruce, and he just happened to be the CEO of the Super Bowl. (laughs) You know, they, have a different, they have a different CEO every, every three years okay so it takes the, the, basically the company is formed and um, whoever is CEO um, is CEO for three years while they, while they're building up to the big event wherever it's going to be and they change it every three years. And he happened to be the CEO for uh, the, the 50th Super Bowl which is going to be hold, held in San Francisco and uh, he's sitting in my, in my chair one day. And we're having a chat and he's telling me about, you know, who's possibly going to be singing. And, of course, you know, the halftime show is a huge, huge event. And some of the VIPs are going to be there. And I said to him, Keith, I want to get involved. How can I get involved? And he was like, well, I don't know, you know, give me some ideas. And I thought, well, you know, this is all about the guys. It's all about the dudes, you know. It's all about this great day for for, um, the males, right? I said, what about all the women? all the women go too. I said, what about if we did this like pop-up VIP area where we had um, some some uh, neck and shoulder massages going on. We did some hair and um, some um, hair services as well and just had this really cool area. And he was like, oh my God, I absolutely love it. He said, it's never been done before. He said, but I love the idea of us doing something for the women as well. So um, so that was it. It kind of just went from there then. He just kind of ran with it. And next thing he comes back to me and said, you know, we've got it. We've got to push through and absolutely we're going to do it. So, you know, I was um, an Aveda salon. So I got hold of the Aveda team as well. And they came down there with me. And we ended up doing this, this great uh, pop-up VIP salon. And it was amazing. It was great. It was a huge hit. And actually, the lady that was going to be doing the following Super Bowl, she came up to me and she was like, what is this? I've never seen anything like this before. No one told me about this. Oh, we need to have this now as well. We've got to have this Super Bowl. So I think we started this new trend anyway. Sorry, it was cool. so
0: this and all was, just started by chance. Like You didn't even really know who this guy was, sitting in your chair, bit of chit-chat, and now you know you're, you're doing that. <laughs> You've created a new trend.
2: Yeah, you know, we'd actually become actually become friendly his, his his daughters were a similar age to my children and um you know after coming in for for he'd been coming into my salon for probably about a year or so so um i knew that he was heavily involved in sport and then he kind of threw his hat in the ring for, for the ceo position for this because i mean you get that role and basically the world's your oyster you know you can do whatever you want in sport once you've got that position so he got it and, uh, and then, yeah, from there we just we, we of course, we were talking about it all the time, whenever I saw him, <laughs> yeah, of course, so, that's quite uh, how can you get involved? I was like, well, let me. Let me throw this idea out
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing because I mean, you've started your own career at the age of sixteen, and, and hairdressing has been in your family for generations. So now it's just taking it up f- to the next step. And what's going to happen for your kids? I mean, they- they've had a huge step to,
2: to follow <laughs> up on. You're
1: the
0: bar for your kids <laughs> now. That's a bit unfair. we <laughs>
2: yeah, will see, see how that goes, but you know, I mean, like I just said, I mean, I I believe that. This industry that we have, it opens so many doors for us, you know, because you just never know who's gonna sit in your chair. I mean, there's no way in the world I could have possibly got into that circle, you know, without having without me being a hairdresser and just having that person sit in my chair and then just opening my mouth and asking. You know, I'm a firm believer in in, in asking people who are in your chair, you know, if if they can help in any way, you know, if you can help them in any way. And it's amazing just what happens when you do that.
0: And I'm sure being a likable guy also helped there because he wasn't going to do it with someone that he didn't really get on with. So that's a credit there as well, David.
2: <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. I guess if you didn't like me, you probably would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> so the free haircuts came his way after that. I have to say that as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, just to take it back a little bit, so Zoe was saying that you've been kind of doing this for a good chunk of your life at the moment. For anyone out there who mightn't have heard, what is, what is the high performance stylist?
2: Oh, okay. So, um, you know, after, after being in this industry for so many years, and, you know, I'm, I feel so blessed to have had so many successes, you know, working for some of the top salons in the world. Um, and then going on to open my own salon that was, ended up being really successful for me. I just realized that um, a lot of the success that I had was due to the business strategies that I really understood. You know, um, a lot of them I was taught along the way. A lot of them I kind of figured out myself and started to apply them to my own business. And I realized that this was an area that a lot of stylists just don't really understand or have never been taught to understand. You know, we, I've seen so many amazingly talented stylists in the world, and they're still living paycheck to paycheck because they don't understand the business systems. You know, they haven't got them in place. They've never been shown them. So after I sold my business, I went into full-time coaching. Okay, so coaching salon owners, coaching individual stylists in the systems and strategies to be, to become Highly successful, you know, to earn a six-figure uh, six figures behind the chair, or to become a, a, a multi-million dollar multi a million pound salon.
0: And I suppose it is easy to say, like like that. You are kind of you're moving with the times to be able to progress. Progress. It's easy to say that when you're feeling so overwhelmed, you can look and go, "Oh, he had it easy. Like he's doing well. Everything's just worked great for him." You've gone through that rough period as well. Like it hasn't just been like. It hasn't been easy for you to whole way either, which is why you're able to turn around as a consultant, as a mentor, and I suppose give the Help tricks them, at yeah. work. Yeah.
2: Pay it forward, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that we haven't got a lot of time, today, so I don't want to get into the full story. But, you know, when I opened my salon, it was really at rock bottom. You know, I was in a, in a town where I knew absolutely nobody. Um, I was... Desperately eating into a lot of my savings. I mean, we were—I was staying on a friend's couch. Um, a house that I, I bought with my father a few years before went into foreclosure. Um, now there is a story behind all this, um, but yeah, we were at rock bottom. We had zero clientele. Yeah, you know, knew nobody in this little town where we decided to open the salon and managed to get it open on a shoestring budget and just build it from literally nothing. Um, into a multi-million dollar salon and that was then at the end very very sellable as well we ended up selling the business and uh, yeah it was kind of like the American dream it really was it's persistence yeah so rapidly for me you know we we went from no clients to be completely fully booked in just under three months Um, and then I was able to teach the other stylists that joined me Um, the same systems that I were using and they got the same results as well and we had multiple stylists earning over six figures you know and this was it wasn't because we were charging crazy amounts of money for um for the haircuts or for the colors you know we were charging 45 dollars was the starting point for a haircut and i was charging a bit more than i started at 75 and worked my, my way up to 100 dollars but you know color was starting at around 70 and going up to about 130 for a full head of highlights so we were very much kind of um middle of the road regarding our, our price point but it was the level of service yeah. that we were offering that they couldn't get anywhere else, you know. And even though this was a tiny little town, just 10,000 people, uh, we became like the place to go
0: yeah because like we've said it before we're kind of going into the experience economy now so before it was the service where we do it for you now it's the experiences what you're offering the clients to come in so if you're offering a great experience your clients are going to be they're going to be happy to pay that little bit extra or they're going to be happy to, to invite all their friends and come back time and time again it's not all just coming in for that quick discount here and getting back out so the reason we're having you on the show today is because we are going to do a couple of um, podcast episodes with you through, over the next few months. But we just thought it'd be a great time now that we have you to, I suppose. What Chat we're, about retail Yeah, and like Christmas. We're a couple of weeks out from Christmas. Right. One thing that's on everyone's mind is how do I get that little bit extra? Because your December is essentially booked out. So how do we maximize that December, maximize the January? And one thing that came up was retail products.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned um the exceptional service piece, you know, and uh because that is one hundred percent what it's all about now, you know. I mean the minimum, the minimum expectation of any client coming into a salon today is that she's gonna get an amazing haircut and an amazing colour. All right. That used to be like, okay, that's all we need to do, and you know, clients are gonna be blown away. Now they completely expect it. So it's like, what else can, can we be given? And, you know, I think when you talk about, or when you think about exceptional service, then you start to think about, you know, oh, well, does that mean that I have to have these, you know, fancy cappuccinos and, and different things like that, you know? And there's other, there's other things that we can be doing that cost us absolutely nothing that can just immediately give the guest the feeling that we are an absolute professional. You know, we are the best of the best. We are experts. This is a service that you've never had before. And definitely part of that is to do with the retail service Um, because it's an area that a lot of um, stylists out there seem to kind of either sway away from or just really can't be bothered to do it, you know. And I think what we need to realize is it's not about us doing this hard sell. Okay, it's about delivering exceptional service, it's about educating the guest in what we're using and why we're using it. You know, they want to know this stuff, and when we start to talk about it, and we talk about every product that we use and the benefits, then we come across immediately as an expert. You know, we are we are head and shoulders above other people because there's not a lot of stylists out there that are doing this. Okay. Not on a consistent basis. Yes. We talk about stuff every now and again, or if there's a new product like an Olaplex or something like that, then okay, we start talking about it. Mm -hmm. But to do it with every single product that we pick up, you know, and to, and to make it something that is just completely natural to us, to our, our level of service that is not being done in every salon. And the salons that are doing it, are just reaping the benefits. You know, it's incredible the things that are happening in these salons, you know? I mean, just to give you a little idea, I mean, the salon that, that I had, now we had about uh, eight stylists, okay, so there was, was eight chairs in my salon. Um, we had, uh, we were doing about a million a year, okay, in, in, in total revenue. Now, the average for a regular salon to do retail sales, the average at the moment is between about, five and seven percent okay that's that's the um the amount of gross revenue from um from retail sales in the seller in the seller that i had we were basically constantly doing 25 percent and then we hit that up to 30 percent and this wasn't because of any type of special products that we were selling I and mean, when we're selling the veda products which are kind of again very middle-of-the-road kind of product line. It's not seen as a high-end, it's not low-end. It's a very middle-of-the-road product line. And, you know, we weren't doing anything special apart from a system that I'm going to tell you about right now. And I just made sure that every single team member were doing this system. And I always made it about educating the guests. I was never talking to my team about, I need you to do more product sales. You need to be selling more. It wasn't about that. All I asked them to do was to educate, educate them on every single product that you pick up.
1: Yeah. And in return, I mean, you get to scale your business without needing to hire more and more people in the end.
2: Exactly. You know, it's all about um, it's all about that that um, uh, that docket. Right. I mean, how much how much is each guest really spending with you? You know, a lot of um, salons that I come across out there now. They feel like they need to be marketing to new guests. They feel like they need to have more people coming through the door where in a matter of fact, they, they actually don't need that. What they need is yeah. to just be up in the service, you know, doing more retail, do more add-ons. They have plenty of guests. They just need to um, make the quality of the experience more exceptional.
0: I love what you're saying about the whole educate thing, because me and my hair, like I, I love going into a barber's and being like, tell you what? They go, what do you want to get done? I go, you, you. Do, do what you, yeah, you, you do your magic like I'm going into you for this like professional service for this advice now only for the fact that I'm someone that constantly asks questions every time they do something with my hair if they put a spray in or if they put a different type of gel in it because I've got really thick hair so it's hard to find good <laughs> gel um, I'm always asking them what product they've done it and how are they kind of mixing it into my hair and stuff like that right. so that's them telling me giving me the advice and stuff like that but not all of your clients are going to ask questions right. but all of your clients do want to know why you're using what in their hair.
1: Well, even if it's not in the salon, I mean, clients are just getting more savvy on, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I mean, the internet is is such an accessible thing now, but when you come to think about it, the internet's not going to it's not going to personalize the products to you whereas if you go in a salon you get personalized advice. and yeah.
0: You're rubbing your hands through my hair for an hour. You know how it feels, how it takes, how it's going to hold and stuff like that. I can walk into a shop and I can get these products much, or I don't I don't even know if they're much cheaper because like I'm saying, I'm going to a barber, so I'm fairly limited in what I buy. But I'm, I don't have any advice. So I'm looking at a shelf of hundreds of products and I'm going, uh, what? Where when I go into you, you're actually telling me the difference between each one and why I should be using what.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of hairdressers out there that like to use the excuse that, oh, they're just going to go and buy it online. They'll buy it online. I'm, I'm telling you now, 95% of clients coming through the door would much, much rather buy it from a professional who's given them great advice on exactly what they're using and why they're using it and when to use it. You know, I mean, that's what you need. They're going to buy it from you every single time if you're having the conversation. If you're not, then yes, okay, they're going to go away and, and probably go online or go down to the supermarket and grab something off the shelf, you know, and hope it works. And the other thing is that when they go and do that and they realize that they're not getting, you know, the look that they wanted, they don't blame the product; they blame the hairdresser who cut it. You yeah, know? that's <laughs> yeah. the other thing as well. <laughs> you know, half the time, it's not. Oh, it wasn't a product. No, the product's fine. Is that the way you cut it last time? It just wasn't sitting right, you know. And quite often, it can be the product. So. Again, it's just another piece that makes it so important that we're doing that. And um, the other thing is that if we are talking to the guest uh, and, and they are buying retail from us, they are so much more likely to come and rebook with us as well. You know, there's like a seventy percent higher chance of them rebooking with us if we have um, if we if we uh, sold a product to them as well. You know, it just it just means that they really believe us; they trust us.
1: Mm. So you were saying that you had a particular um, kind of way to do this in your salon. Yes. Do you want to walk us through that? Yeah, absolutely.
2: First of all, let me just tell you a quick story, right? And, and how this all came about. One of my managers in New York and I was working in John Barrett Salon in New York. Now this place, it, you know, it, it, it does $12 million a year. It does a million dollars a month and uh, they have unbelievable service in there. And that's when I realized that it was service over the standard of of, of, of um, technical service that is so important. You know, it's customer service. And um, remember one day my manager came up to me and she said to me, David, you know, you should be doing more retail sales than you're doing right now. And I had the the kind of textbook um, reaction to that or reply to that. And that was, my clients already spend $200 on a haircut. There's no way in the world that they're going to spend any more money on products. You know, they don't need it. And she said something to me that I will never forget. She said, "David, get your head out of your client's purse. Really, do not make the decision for them. It is none of your business whether they whether you feel they can afford it or not, or whether they feel whether whether they feel that they deserve to buy a product. All you need to do is to educate your guest on what you're doing and let them make that decision." And I was like, "Oh my god." That is so true. It's none of my business. That's a fantastic I do my job, you know? And I think there's so many hairdressers out there that think the same thing. You know, my client can't afford it. I know her. Oh, I know her years. She never buys anything. Have you ever told her about a product? You know?
0: So, and I suppose if they're paying 200 quid, what's, what's what's an extra couple of quid on top of that? Exactly.
2: Like? <laughs> Very true. So
0: apart from your whole educate system, uh, or your educate, 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 yeah. do you have any other like, or do you need to incentivize your staff anymore? Or is that enough?
2: Um, regard, re, regarding what?
0: Sorry, regarding the retail, re, retail products. So you're educating your clients on yeah. the retail so, products. Yeah.
2: So I've got like a three step process that we use. Okay. So the first thing is, um, I used to have this, this trigger, I call it that every time I picked up a product, I covered three topics. Now, you could be in, in mid-conversation with your client about her daughter's wedding or something, but I would if I picked up a product, I, always, I would always say to them, let me just tell you about this product before I use it because it's absolutely incredible, it's perfect p- for your hair, and I would tell them what I'm using, why I'm using it, and when to use it. Okay, so what, why, and when. Then I would place the product right in front of her on my uncluttered station. So it's <laughs> on its own. And nine times out of 10, she would pick up the product. She would read it and ask me probably a couple more questions, probably smell it, you know, and just kind of check it out for herself. Then I carry on with the service, okay? So we carry on as normal, go back to the conversation about her and the, her, her, her new dog or whatever it is. Then at the end of the service, this is the key piece, all right? This is the stuff that makes all of the difference. By the end of the service, you should have talked about at least three products. So perhaps it was a shampoo or a conditioner. Perhaps it was a styling product. Perhaps it was a finishing product. Three products have to go to the front desk. Okay, so then if you've got somebody that checks that checks people out for you, so you've got a a front desk person or a receptionist or a retail manager, Mm -hmm. three products up front and you say to her, this is what I use today. She then says to the guest, these are the products that David used on your hair today. Did you need anything for home? And that is it. Now, the reason that we have three products up there is for this reason. Um, if you put one up there, then, of course, there is a good chance that she has a, a full bottle of shampoo at home already and she doesn't need it. But if you put three up there, either there's a chance that she has ran out of one of them or she just feels that she deserves either another product, or she wants to try it. She's never used it before; she wants to try it. So, three is the magic number. Often, my clients were taking all three products, but nine times out of ten, they were taking at least one. That is absolutely really genius. Brilliant. I've
0: yeah. never thought of that before. So, talk talk about the product and sit it in front of them, and then bring it to the till again.
2: It has to be three up front, you know. And like I said, this was this was just something that was. Um, the culture in my salon it was like me going in and turning on the lights in the morning just became habits happened with every single guest and you know I had to actually think about what is the three-step process when I decided that I needed to teach this I was like oh what is it that we do you know and mm-hmm. um, and when I put it down into this three-step process, it was so easy to put across to the team. They didn't feel like it was a hard sell. And then you you let your front desk person now. Obviously, if you are checking out your guest yourself, if you're if you're taking the bill at the end of the service, then you just say, "These are the products that I use today. Did you need anything for home?" But other than that, there's no hard sell. She knows all about the products because you've been talking about them. She knows how how they work and, and when she needs to use them. She can see the results already, you know. So after you blow dry her hair, after you finish it, you're talking about it. Feel your hair now. Doesn't that feel amazing? Look at the shine on it, you know. And you're talking about the product, and you're just educating. That's all you're doing. There's no hard selling involved whatsoever.
1: That's absolutely brilliant. Do you do anything special for Christmas?
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, Christmas is, of course. You know, we can do we can do over sixty, over fifty percent of our of our annual retail sales, so our, of our yearly retail sales in the month of December. It is crazy. You know, it just goes absolutely ballistic. And um, yes, definitely we're always ordering in loads of, of the Christmas packages. You know, you can definitely um, be offering a wrapping service, which I think is huge, especially when you get the guys coming in saying, I need some product for the missus. You know, I'll take that for you as well. You know? So, I mean, I think that is a huge benefit. Uh, and then another thing that we used to love to do was to have um, a Christmas party, not for just the team to get hammered, but also, <laughs> but also for the clients, you know. And when we invited the clients in, again, it wasn't just about drinks and food. We'd do it around the retail. So so we, we'd, we'd invite them in. We'd have the, the, the wrapping service going on right there and then. And then another thing that we used to love to do was – get one of those like Wheel of Fortunes. So, you know, I ordered this wheel online and it was like, you know, we had all these different segments in it. So we put different things in there, normally service related, like a complimentary haircut or a $50 $50 gift certificate um, and different things, different products in there as well. And if the client spent $75 or more, she got to spin the wheel and every spin wins.
0: So there's a little incentive as well behind the. It's not just completely yeah, a free product. Incentive.
2: And then we leave that up you know, after the party, leave it up for the next couple of weeks. And the same deal, you know, if you spend $75 or it could even be less than that, of course, it could be $30 that you spend and you get to spin the wheel. And uh, you know the prizes in there were normally anything from twenty to a hundred dollars, and because they just absolutely loved it, you know. I'd say that salon looked class at Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just the fact you have a wheel of fortune and then a gift wrapping station, and like you said, it makes it so much easier for the partners that you could just waltz in, get it an excellent package like there and then. Um, yeah so I suppose just to kinda wrap it up because like all that information is absolutely brilliant. Do you have any I suppose last minute tips? Because like I said, we're a month out, just about just five about, weeks. Yeah. Five weeks for Christmas. So it's a yeah. bit of a last ditch. Um your salon books are probably full up for December. Do you have any, I suppose, tips for retail for January to get customers to come back in or anything like that?
2: Yeah. I mean I think first of all, um for 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 the retail portion for Christmas. Um, it's really important that you break down your goals to a daily basis you know I mean we all have these ideas of okay this is the number I need to hit I want to do 10,000 in sales for the month of December you know break that down to a daily basis it's really important that you do that and that you're talking about it to your team Um, we always did these daily huddles which was a quick meeting in the morning a touch base with the entire team and if you're not doing that I highly highly recommend it you know I've got um there's a, there's a Facebook Live I did, uh, which is on my, on my Facebook page uh, a couple of months ago, and I go through the whole step-by-step process of the daily huddle and what that looks like. But I think you need to be connecting with your team every day. You need to be having the conversation, and you need to be setting that goal um, on a daily basis so it sounds achievable, because €10,000 or 10000 dollars, whatever it is, sounds like a huge number. But when you break it down to a daily basis, it's so, so achievable, and then I think it's just making sure that you are starting to bring in th- this culture. You know, if you haven't got a system in place that all of the, um, all of the clients, sorry, all of the, uh, stylists are using right now, it's time to put one in place. You know, I, the most successful salons in the world that I, I get to work with now, um, are the ones that have systems for every single thing that they do. You know, they have a culture there that the stylists are able to follow step by step. And stylists love that. You know, it's, it's like, you, you kind of think of it as, oh, does that sound like micromanagement? You know, am I going to be on them all, all of the time? If you don't show them the way that you want things done, they're not going to be able to do it. You know, and I think that as salon owners, sometimes we expect them to just know. And, and, and they don't, you know, they don't. So I think that's really important. And um, like I said, if you're doing retail sales and the sales are, are just flying, people are going to be rebooking. So again, this is going to really help you with getting those appointments in for the new year, you know, and another great way of doing that, of course, is, is um, with gift certificate sales as well, you know, making sure you're talking about gift certificates over the holiday season. It's a great, um, it's a great gift for your next door neighbor or or your school teacher or um, your sister or someone that you just don't know what to get them gift certificate for a salon is great because there's a number of different services that they can come in and get and they're normally going to book that in the new year so a great way to get people in the door in january and february
0: and you can always put a little spin on it and say that there's a minimum spend or something like that like when we're saying about the attitude to graduate if you were to give out those free cards at a couple of quid it's guaranteed they're going to come back in but your clients are always going to spend more than the the, 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 the value of the, the value card. of that gift card as well yeah exactly yes so it's a win-win
2: 100 percent. you know another thing that i would like to do for your listeners um seeing we're in the holiday season and uh i love love christmas and thanksgiving was also um a really big deal for me you know I, of course i was only int- introduced to it when i moved to the states and my wife is american like both my children are u.s citizens as well and I loved Thanksgiving and what I would love to do for the listeners as a way of saying thank you for all you do for the hairdressing industry is to offer them if if they need to jump on a call with me, if they have something going on with their business that they've been trying to figure out and uh, they're really stuck, um, I would like to offer them a complimentary 30-minute phone call with me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up my schedule for the next couple of weeks and I will pass on a link. To you guys, if you can post it, that would be fantastic. Of course, wow, yeah, of course, brilliant, really, of course, yeah. If they've got anything going on with their business or with their uh, with their team members or even with their career, if you're a stylist behind the chair and you just want some help or some advice with your career, I'd be more than happy to share and to help. And um, so, um, yeah, you can just click on the link and uh, it will go directly to my schedule. There's a little questionnaire there, so I can get a bit more information about you before we jump on the call. Um, and then, yeah, I'd be happy to help.
0: Um, 100% pushing that now that you're willing to give your time up for that, yeah. So, that's the high performance stylist with David Barnett. Jump on that because w- the information we've just learned here in 20 minutes, what can you get for 30 personalized as well?
2: Yeah, um, so you know, that's a bit, the big thing about, about hairdressing is that every single business is different. You know, um, when we started the coaching program, we couldn't just do one cookie cutter, one size fits all, you know, it's all about one-on-one attention you know being able to figure out okay what's going on with your business and where do you need the help you know so every business is different
0: well it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show and thanks very much for tuning in today david
2: thank you so much my pleasure thanks a lot guys it was awesome take it easy bye
0: So that was David Barnett on the show with some great insights into, I suppose, how to get the most out of your retail just in time for Christmas as well. So that brings us on to our final stages.
1: Our Forest Academy webinars. And indeed, we do have one today. And it is the Salon Instagram Masterclass. So again, a monthly one. We talked about it last week. It's an hour-long webinar with Chris Brennan. It goes through how to set up your Instagram account the right way, how to get the best out of it. And it's from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And you can sign up through our Facebook page in the event section. There's an event called Salon Instagram Masterclass. You click on get tickets there and you'll be redirected to a page where you can fill in your details to get your link.
0: Yeah, and then we have the second last of our Salon Growth Series, how to boost your online presence and attract new business. So that one there again is for Forest Salon Software clients. So if you want to get onto that webinar, just email grow at or you can always give us a call here and we'll get you onto that.
1: So next week, it's going to be our monthly roundup episode already. And so we'll leave you on that today. Have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday.
0: All the best.